0: And we are live. Cast, what's up, the bro? second
1: cast? The second is this the second cast of twenty? No, third cast of twenty twenty five. Technically, we had that that year end year starting like uh, tools and jewels cast. Yes. Then we had the Busey cast.
0: Yes, <laughs> always good to get some Busey in.
1: Yes, yes, BUCY Busey was in the news, and when I say Busey, I don't mean Jim Harbaugh. I mean, the actual Gary Busey.
0: Yes, he was. what uh, I think you sent me the clip. He was, or not the clip, a photograph or whatever. The the cover (laughs) images. Busey stares down paparazzi while urinating in public.
1: (laughs) I believe so. I mean, look. Busey slash Harbaugh.
0: He is we and we are he. He is America. Well said. said. (laughs) Who's more American uh... than Gary Busey pissing in a parking lot staring down the the paparazzi, yeah.
1: As Busey, as Busey goes, so goes society. It's name? true. The Busey we're the, theory. We're in the Busey era. We're in the Busey era.
0: <laughs> <laughs> always, always. The, the Busey epoch.
1: Oh, man.
0: <laughs> digging deep oh, into man. the uh, thesaurus there. Um, yes. But speaking of digging deep. Yes. yes. I sent you this guy earlier this week. I feel like we just got to start with this guy.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: His name is his name is Richard Morgan. He is 93 years old and he is now a four-time world champion in indoor rowing with the aerobic engine of a healthy 30 or 40 year old. Incredible. This guy has been killing it. Now don't get me wrong, he's not winning um you know, he's not at his absolute best performance ever at age 93. Sure. In the last 15 years or so, he started doing this. So he started, really, the last 20 years of his life, he got into exercising, okay? Wow. So he's right. a late bloomer. But sure. um, he has one of the highest heart rates on record for, like, his age. It's amazing what his heart, lungs, and muscles are capable of doing. And, you yep. know, we're always talking about performance and longevity and prince- guiding principles and for just sure. taking a look at what he does the things that jump out the foundational principles and how these are things that we always are talking about. And I'm just like, I saw this, I'm like, Oh man, here is the, like, you know, like they say like a field study, like you go out and study, like how an animal, you know, hibernate, how a bear hibernates in the winter and how it eats and all that stuff. Like you're not reading about it. You're observing, you're getting real evidence. You know what I mean? This is not like in a lab even this is, um, you know, the real deal simulated in the real world, proven yep. principles here. Okay. Yep. So I'm gonna give you his principles, okay? Okay, or these yep. are just the things they noticed about him that are the keys to his secret. Obviously, he has some genetic advantages gone on,
1: of course. So, of course, yeah, as, so that, as, that's as do amazing. all great as do all great athletes. So you gotta that's right. just sort of a given. People who are, who are um standouts athletically. Uh, to some degree, have some sort of predisposition. Sure. But, go ahead. Yeah.
0: But these are the things that he does that I think everyone, like you, do this. You're gonna have your own relative 93 year old indoor rowing record. You know. I love it. All right, yep. here you go. He exercises 40 minutes a day. Okay. Okay. Yep. Every day. So here's what he believes in: consistency. Every week. He averages about forty minutes a day of rowing. Okay. Every week. Okay. Yep. So he doesn't. Uh, they don't necessarily specify daily. They say he averages forty minutes a day. Yeah. Um. So you know he's getting it in consistency. He's not taking months, weeks off. Okay.
1: One of the most important words possible. The, the most
0: important word, right? Seriously. Um. And then a mix of easy, moderate, and intense training. Sure. We talk about this all the time. 70% of his workouts are easy. Sure. 20% are difficult but at a tolerable pace. The final 10% are all out, barely sustainable intensity. Sure. sure. We sure. talk about this all the time. We've seen examples of this all the time, right? Like we've met guys who like lift eight days in a month.
1: Yep, all well, for sure. Right. It's finding like that class, finding that recovery balance, right? The balance yeah. between perform, you know, uh, ultimate performance and recovery and, and, and your body's natural capacity. Um, or, you know, even, even with supplements and, and nutrition and all that stuff, your, your body's, you know, highest threshold recovery capacity. Sure. And then, um, your body's most intense ability to train and how those two are able to sort of balance and, and a lot of it comes with having those lighter days those easier days those you know back off days those deload days conversation we were having last week right like oh, yeah. oh you're not feeling great this week okay perfect opportunity to do some light training and remember what body part you're, you're training remember what muscle you're focusing on you know yep. go through the motions in a good way you know, yeah. a, and look, 70%, go through the motions.
0: 70% yeah. of these are easy. He's just showing yep. up and he's going through the motions. He's punching the clock. He's being yep. consistent. And, you know, you yep. think of it like, uh, you know, he's, his chosen discipline is probably a lot like a marathon runner. Like how many marathons in a month? Kind of marathon. marathon. Even the best in the world are not running marathons daily. You know right. what I mean? Like yep. uh, they're running all the time. But I'm yeah. sure it's it's easy breezy 15 days sure. of the month. And then they pick sure. and choose their moments like, okay, today I'm going to run my fastest. I'm going to go for my fastest half marathon, you know, whatever. And same way with lifting, right? Like you're not going for a PR every day, benching. Right. Right. You're no. going to pick and choose your moments. You're going to get, you got a week in between there. And you're thinking like, all right, three Fridays from now, because I'm going to build up to this too. Right? right. Three Fridays from now is going to be my 10 percent all out, barely sustainable bench day of the PR. And I'm not trying right. to do it again the next day. and I'm not doing right. it the day before. You know, you're picking and choosing your moments, but he's being consistent. He's mixing up the intensity. And that's a great way to get the consistency. You know what I mean? Like you can't. Oh, be, very
1: much so. No, you can't be all you're out. You're going to blow
0: your body out. Right.
1: There's a um, there, there. There's like an old world uh, parable about a woodsman or two woodsmen right and the one guy you know is the workhorse who spends 24 hours a day swinging the axe yep and then there's the 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 other guy who uh you know chops wood for a a fraction of the time and the other time he rests and sharpens the axe right and like it turns out that the guy <laughs> the woodsman who rests right. and sharpens the axe chops more wood right. than the guy who just chops Sharpening the Sharpening
0: the top. axe is, a, is yeah. a great point, too, because yes. it's like yes. efficiency, right? Technique yep. and, and yep. all of that matters as much as duration.
1: Yes, of course. Of course, quality versus quantity, right? You
0: could go to the gym and spend six hours uh, you know, of course. doing nothing.
1: Well, that, I mean, that was always the great, that was always the great argument, right? Like uh, if you talk about like the volume training versus uh, like high intensity training, right? Those theories, the Mike Mentzer versus Arnold training. And and one of the great arguments is like, okay, like if you're looking to do the least amount to uh, facilitate the greatest progress, right? Versus the guy who wants to do the most amount to facilitate the greatest progress. It's like, okay, well, if that's your theory and you're doing you're in the gym two hours a day, why not be in the gym four hours a day? Yeah. Why not eight hours a day? If if, right. if two is if two is better spent uh than than you know 45 minutes of intensity, if two hours of, of less intensity is better spent than 45 minutes of all out intensity, well, why not do four hours? Why not do six hours? The the right. results should just get better the more and more time you spend lifting, right? And it's not we know
0: that does the case. Work. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, Now, this is a great one. You know, this guy's a rower, but he lifts weights. Of course. At his age, two to three times a week, he's got a set of adjustable dumbbells, and he does three sets of lunges and three sets of curls to failure. Wow. Sure. Which is great. Yeah, you know, I'm sure more than three sets, but like they're noticing that it's the failure. But that's an important yeah. point, right? Like, of course, you are pushing yourself as far as you can go to the point, which is like the most ironic word or phrase in the world to failure, right? Because right. it really means to success. Like, right, if you're going as far, up. if you're going to doing as much as you possibly can, it's not failure. That's where success is. The next time you could do a microscopic amount more it might be even a half rep a 10th of a rep but you're going to do another 10th of a rep next time
1: right and that you, failure yeah that and your body reaching that point is the thing and this is you know one of my my key points um about uh this gentleman i i'll come back to but uh your body uh reaching failure is the thing that triggers your body to continue to pro- to progress to get stronger. To uh, come back better the next time, to yep. you know, uh, accrue muscle mass, to gain strength, to gain skill in whatever it is that you're doing. That point, reaching that point of failure is one of the most important parts of it. Without pushing your body to that point, your body doesn't have a a a, a stimulus really to respond to. Yeah. Right. So he's con he's constantly giving himself a st- his body a stimulus to respond to.
0: Yeah, man, I honestly think like a half rep is one of the most beautiful things in the world, like a failed push-up. Yeah, like, sure. Getting to the point, like, uh, you know, it's funny. Um, Kaylee and I were talking yesterday and reminiscing about the first time she went to the gym, that we went to okay. the gym together, right? Yeah. So this is like 10 years ago about. We were in, sure. uh, in Queens, and we went to right. the gym there, and I walked her through the gym and showed her like, 50 machines 50 exercises and we started with like a chest day and all that stuff and we did a chest workout together right Right. and we're like done the chest workout i'm like all right i want you to attempt a (laughs) push-up she's like what are you talking about i'm like i just want you to attempt a push-up right yeah yeah. and she couldn't she's like looked at me like i was crazy right sure and then got on the ground and couldn't get it lift the like, ground Yeah, anything. Sure. And it was like, wow. Like, it kind of just, like, drove home. Like, you just worked this part of your body to, like, you don't notice it because you're walking around. You're not using your chest or anything. Course, like, like you feel that you did something. But to, to not be able to do one push-up really drives yeah. you home. Like, wow, I just pushed a part of myself to the absolute limit you know,
1: very much. So Yeah,
0: it's like your legs after leg day, like trying to walk. Yeah. You're like I got sure I'm, I'm shaking, sweating and need to sit. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. I need to eat 4000 calories. Like, you know, yeah. you get to a point where it's just like an awesome place to be. So um, to failure, that half push up that half rep is like yep. the is a, a destination, a, a checkpoint, we all need to get to. And then love this, of course, high protein diet. Sure. This idea that you're going to starve, like starve yourself to death and be at your best. No, your yeah, body needs fuel, which is part of the reason why uh, we have fuel protein, of course. Yes, exactly. Why we named it fuel that's specifically um, what it is and made it pr- a premium type of protein. You know, a premium, top shelf protein. It's because of how important that is. He eats. Ex- he exceeds all the daily recommendations of the protein. He shatters them. He's getting tons of grams. They noted, like he didn't necessarily. These aren't even necessarily things that he consciously. Right. True. Said, oh, you're supposed to have how many grams of protein a day? Well, I'm going to do 25%. Like it was not like an equation to him. This is just what he noticed his body needed. And they right. studied his lifestyle. where like, he's like double the amount of protein right. that's normally recommended. Um, right. And so I'm just going to recap here. Um, consistency, a mix of easy, moderate, and intense training, lifting weights, and a high-protein diet. And then I want to – so those are just – I saw that. I'm like, man, people are always looking for pointers. Yep. And there's so much information, misinformation, disinformation out there, right? Everyone, Mm, influencers, all kinds of people scream at the top of their lungs, here, do this. You're going to lose 20 pounds the first week of the year and a whole new you if you just eat, uh, you know, uh, garlic salt or whatever the hell. Right, they're, right. right. You know, their yep. chosen thing, their hockey is. And I'm like, man, if you could just get these core principles out, you right. know, he's getting his heart pumping every day, one way or another. Yep. He's mixing up the level of intensity. It's not like the same thing. It's like, oh, I'm doing the same spin class every day that people go and do. You know, some days he does it till he can't do it anymore. Some days he's just doing a breezy thing to punch the clock, right? Weight training, resistance training, lean muscle. This is like the most important thing as as you age and health. Like this is always tied to longevity. Always critical, critical, right? Muscle Um, maintenance. People starve in their bodies until they are eating themselves. Yep, yep. and not letting their body develop any lean muscle, and really, it should be the idea should be to grow this engine very much through calories, right?
1: Right, very much so. Yes, and 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 the thought and the thought that that as we age, you naturally have um human nature, uh, human development working against you in terms of muscle maintenance, right? So you need to be proactive in procuring and adding and maintaining muscle and strengthening that muscle um you have to go out of your way to do it as, most especially as you age and it comes yeah. back to you know my, my my whole key to his longevity is one of the things that we've had conversations about lately right which is the idea that your body wants signals as to how it should maintain itself right so yeah. it's seeking signals right? So the signal could be that, oh, M- Mark just takes it easy. He just right. takes it easy, so you can kind of shut it down. doesn't need any kind of mu- extra muscle mass because it's he- he's not challenged in his regular life by, right. by large weights or uh, having to fight or having sure. to uh, hunt and gather and those things, yeah. right? There's a level of, of domesticated comfort uh, in his life. As such, we don't need the- him to be at his strongest to survive. However, um, if you're constantly challenging yourself physically, the signals being sent to your body are, oh, man, like we got to keep it. Be ready. <laughs> got to be ready. Right. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Right. If yep. if, um, if you're sending those messages constantly that, hey, in order to survive, Mark needs to be strong and he needs to have muscle mass and he needs to have lung capacity and he needs these things. You uh, need to have fast twitch muscle fiber. Um responsiveness and all those things, right? If he needs all those things as he ages, well, then the body is going to help you in the process of, of keeping that muscle of keeping that capacity, right? Because you're sending, you're sending the messages to your body. You're sending the signals to your body that you need those things to survive. Right? So we we have to constantly be sending our body, those signals and this guy, even though you're saying a late bloomer, right? At 93, for 20 years has been sending those signals constantly, right? Right. And that is so very different from his peers. So many of his peers do not send those signals at all, you know, whether it's because of social constructs or their own mindset or or their own lifestyle. Right. And they think that, well, I'm, I'm a senior citizen now at this point that's in their seventies or whatever. So uh, I need to take it easy. And as soon as you get into that sort of take it easy mindset, the body begins to shut down and you begin to age, uh, yep. you know, not to be too dramatic with it, but you begin to die. You know, you tell right? the body,
0: no, no, you know? no, that's, I mean, we are all in a yep. state of dying and certain from a certain perspective, sure. but sure. Uh, one of the great things about this, and I always love seeing somebody make a sharp turn in their life for the better. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Cause so many people believe they're condemned to be in a certain, have a certain lot in life or, yep. um, that they're just stuck and th- there's a lot of hopelessness that, that that people get in their hearts. And this guy so. saw, didn't start doing this until he was 73. Bro, It's crazy. Right. Like that's where crazy. life ends for most people. The average age of an American male probably is less than 73 at death. And that's yep. when he started. Um, yep. but you know, uh, there's a couple of people cited in, in, in the reporting on this guy, like, uh, a guy from the human performance laboratory at ball state university in indiana. Yeah. And yeah. he said, one thing I could tell you after studying older athletes, the evidence is absolutely clear. The human body maintains the ability to apt, to adapt, to exercise at any age.
1: Yep. Sure.
0: Um, we don't lose we don't have to lose large amounts of muscle and aerobic capacity as we grow older. And this guy's proven it. In fact, exercise helps us build and maintain a strong and capable body no matter what our age. So, um, the, yeah, the guy has genetic advantages. Um, you know, he's, he's, uh, I guess his son was like an amazing rower. So like, it's not surprising that he'd, he has an expert in the house and clearly they're, physically inclined to excel at this thing. So he kind of found his niche pretty easily there. But um, you know, he's slowed the rate of his own physical decline drastically. He's extended his life. He's improved the quality of his life. Uh, You know, the earlier in life you start doing these things, the better. These are core principles. uh, Pretty awesome, man. Pretty inspiring. Sending
1: the signals. That guy is sending the signals. And in the process of doing so, right, completely setting uh, on its ear uh, the preconceived notions about aging, right? It was like when we so we talked about we talked about Arnold last week and our you know, kinda of off the top of our head figured out Arnold's like maybe 77, 78 years old. I said, but when I if you ask me about Arnold, thinking about Arnold right now, I one of the words the adjectives I would never come up with is old because he doesn't sure. carry himself or present himself as old. Old right? or feeble He's, or anything. No. Yeah vital and strong you know and that's all I think of and whenever I see someone um older than myself and this is even the case you know in my teens and 20s um but whenever I see someone older my, than myself you know uh guys in their 50s 60s 70s and beyond who are just crushing it physically uh I 80s 93 years old for example I I'm immediately inspired because I'm like oh that guy is living on his own terms. And has decided that he's not going to just sort of succumb to uh, the typical aging standards, and he's going to be his best self regardless of how you know uh, yep. biologically old he actually is, uh, which yep. I think is just an awesome thing. So that's the highly inspiring man, ninety-three years old. God bless him. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, he's got fifteen percent body fat, his lung, heart, and everything, capacity is off the charts. He's killing. It, yep. Man. So yep. we have no excuse. Anyone out oh. there? No excuse, and it's not nope. too late. No, look at this guy. Far from it. Yeah, you know. So um, take the and from you, that and apply them.
1: And imagine if you can get a head start on him, right? He he didn't start till he was seventy three, right? Imagine if you apply start applying these principles, but you're in your twenties or thirties or forties or fifties. Imagine you know that the head start you have, you know, if you're consistent and if you're mixing up your training intensity and if you're lifting on a regular basis. And if you're eating high protein diet, right, if you're applying those principles to your everyday life, uh, you know, before you're 73 years old, like think of what you'll be capable of and what, you yep. know, the, the, the kind of uh, rare air you'll find yourself in. It's it's an awesome thing. What a reminder.
0: That's it, man. That's the foundation. So pretty awesome. Yep. Pretty cool. Yep. And cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just reinforces everything. I'm thinking. Uh, it's a yep. couple of weeks now into 2024. As you know, I'm on like a, I'm not going to say living like a, a Buddhist monk here. No, no right. But uh, clean. Beautiful. Living clean, being consistent, eating clean is what I mean by clean on a daily yeah. basis. You know, we do our dirtiest thing we've ever eaten. We're not at that sure. point of the cast yet. but uh, No, we're not. You know, for the yeah. foreseeable future i'm trying to get a streak of boring answers going
1: nice 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 that's okay though. that's I my goal those boring answers i respect you know,
0: it i i don't have the margin for error that i'd like to be i ate i already ate the Eatons. right right <laughs> the Eatons right. were pre-eaten in 2023 right. so right. you know uh i'm well, trying you're working, to get you're working consistent on the margin. with the you're time.
1: you're working on the margin for error right we we've, we've said many times right that the the more consistent your training, uh, the uh, better shape you're able to get yourself into. Uh, The more of a groove you're able to get yourself into, the more of a margin for error you have, you know?
0: Yeah, well, speaking of getting into a groove and and this change I've made, I got a question for you, good topic. Uh, So I haven't been like sleeping as great during this initial blast of the changes I've been making. And just, I'm always like, you know, picking through my routine and my habits, sure. especially yeah. anytime like that pops up or like sleep change or something like yeah. what's yep. causing it. To go? Um, yep. So I can improve it, adjust it, tweak, refine the process. But speaking of refined, I think I'm going through like a sugar withdrawal, actually. Even though it wasn't necessarily like always processed or anything like that. i have having dessert like every night for a while. Right. Right, sure. You know, like, what's for dessert? Not like, will I have dessert? Am I like, there's always dessert, right? And as one of the changes I've been making, it's part of this is like, you know, where where can I get rid of some empty calories in my diet? Where can sure. I improve things? Where are the things that um, get me off track? Sure. You know what I mean? Like, what are my landmines where, like, I step on them and now I'm hobbled for a couple days, right? And so just going through it, I'm like, all right, an obvious place where, like, there's no – I don't need to have something sweet every night. Like, I don't need to do that, right? So that I'm not eating anything. It's just, like, a category of sweeter foods late at night. Half the time probably processed, like, ice cream or something like that. The other half the time fruit things that aren't necessarily bad but from a sugar standpoint that was like a goal of mine sure and then i wasn't sleeping great and i think that's why i think that that's i think that like i sugar had such a grip on me and i didn't even i mean i cut it out so i knew i needed to lower it but i didn't think yeah. it would be that drastic of an effect. i feel great otherwise but right. uh I think I'm actually, I think actually like a period of sugar withdrawal that I, where I was like fiending, you know, but sure, he's like, how can sure. we go to bed? How can I, how are we going to bed tonight? And we didn't get our hit.
1: Well, they know? say that there's a period and I mean, dude, I can relate, but they say there's a period of X amount of hours, 72 hours, 96 hours, where once you endure that period, Uh, of not getting that sugar fix, it becomes less and less of a draw. It becomes less and less intense. Have you noticed that?
0: Yeah, no, I think I got through that phase. I think I had like a week or 10 days where I wasn't sleeping great. And I got through that, stuck with everything. And now I'm not craving as much and I'm sleeping better. I had a day that was like really intense, man. And it was like weird in hindsight. Where if I had had, I-, I thought I had like this, like a, uh, like some kind of like, yeah, you know, like a chocolate brownie cliff bar or something it was sure. like on sale at yeah. the store. And yeah, so I had yeah. like a stack of them. And I thought yeah. I had one like right next to my desk. Right. Right. And I got hit with like an ad or something. It was like weird in hindsight. Like I could something see this all happening.
1: Yes, yeah. Yes. I
0: was like completely triggered. I was yes. like, oh shit, I have that brownie bar. Oh, let me get that brownie bar. I'm eating it right now i was on yeah. autopilot almost went to grab it, did it, it, it i didn't have it. i was wrong i there it was not here i thought i had one did not have one so i didn't have it and then it like this kind of like blast of this craving i was right. like wait what was that holy shit wow i would have gone off of my dietary plan if that bar had been here it would have happened
1: sure 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 and
0: that made me like wow it made me like really it's like a startling moment where i'm like wow i really need to check myself i almost like impulsively did something on i have been i'm dedicating myself to not doing i would have gone off the chart sure. so that made me like really even more cognizant and made me read like double down even further like, right. but it was sure. like a day where like that whole day man i was like man i want you know I want like twenty five chocolate chip cookies right now.
1: Like, sure, so sure, give, of course. give me a sugary
0: baked good, and uh, didn't do it. I like I told you I'm like kind of been substituting popcorn as like my late yeah, night sure thing just because it's like the macros on it and everything versus super yep. processed sweet food. Like, if I could just of substitute course. that every time I would have ice cream, yeah. I'd be in like ten percent better shape probably. So, of course. um got through that phase and then the craving since then, no problem. So sleep back. Well, you know,
1: that's really interesting. And you know, the, the thing that I, I look at too, right. Is like when I, um, have similar urges, right. Or similar, um, you know, compulsions to eat something sweet, uh, or to just have a ton of calories out of nowhere. I find it. There's like two voices in my head, Right. And the one voice for me is saying, like, do you feel that way simply because, and this is an overstatement, right? But do you feel that way simply because this is a craving and it's a, a natural moment of human weakness? Right. And of course, cookies are delicious. So that's why you want yeah, a yeah. cookie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or, or, man, you blasted it today and you've undereaten and do you need just more food? Do you need just more food in general? And that's when it comes down yeah. to now your food choices. Right, which right. is a whole different conversation. Uh, what I'm so, not like, doing
0: is. Oh, go ahead. Yes. Sorry.
1: No, no. Well, because like one of the things that you realize, right, is like because there's people out there who believe like a calorie is a calorie is a calorie. Right. And if for Mark Bernardi to lose weight, just for example, right, yeah. he has to eat eighteen hundred calories a day or two thousand calories a day. Sure. As, lo- as long as you're getting like X amount of protein, fat, and carbs, like if the vast majority of that diet is Reese's cups. <laughs> As long as you're hitting that number and you're beneath the, <laughs> that that caloric maintenance, you're good.
0: Well, right? I am. Rep- <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, reporting no, no. live from the field to tell you that that right. I've tried the Reese's diet, <laughs> and the results right. do not speak for the. The results are not what they are telling. Me. Right, right. So it's not as simple
1: as calories in versus calories out, right? And, and yeah. one of the biggest things, right, is like the, what you what you realize is that. Sure. If you ultra simplify it, if you if you eat more calories than you uh, if you eat uh, less calories, fewer calories than you expend in a day or that you need in a day to maintain your, your body mass, you will lose weight. Right. That, yeah. that is true. However, if in that process, how your body looks, feels and performs, is that all important? <laughs> right. 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 Then, then what you're eating matters. Right. So like yeah. what those calories are made up of are very important. Right, so like, if if, if if it's simply about a number on a scale, then that's one thing. But if in the process of getting to a specific number on a scale, you want to look good, perform well, and and uh, and feel good, then right. the, what those calories consist of is incredibly important. Yeah, you know? Being miserable that's, is that's not a sustainable. To... No,
0: <laughs> yeah, no. right. No, that's i what I say. Yeah, my approach is not like to starve myself at all. I'm not like well, I can't eat anything. It's about what I'm eating, when I'm eating it, what's in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not uh, cutting fruit out of my diet. Okay, but good. I'm I'm cutting late night sugar out of my diet, sure. and I'm not gonna let fruit be. If like to me, sure, is fruit better than ice cream? Obviously, right? Sure. But I'm ha- I feel like I was consuming too much sugar. So I'm not just going to eat, you know, uh, a pound of sweet grapes at nine o'clock at night instead of ice cream and tell myself that like, I'm drastically improving the thing. I'll have the fruit with breakfast as part of a balanced meal. You know what I mean? I'm not avoiding fruit, but I'm avoiding sugar and I'm especially avoiding it late at night. So, um, you know, like I, I'll swap. Like to me, it's not. I'm not starving. I'm not fasting. Yeah. I'm not um, depleting my body in a way where I'm like, 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 like. I'm not trying to sustain this miserable, dysfunctional uh, life. I want to be a machine. I want to give it the fuel. I want all yeah. the, all the, the, the. I want the oil topped off. The gas topped off. You don't yeah. to tread to be right. And so I'm doing all the maintenance stuff that's necessary. Uh, but what am I putting in the tank is what I've been focusing on. So you, I don't want the you know tank what, to be on the eat.
1: Well, of course. And along those lines too, right? Like you see more and more of a movement um, because it's like, it's funny. There's like cultural shifts within nutrition, right? Always. Um, yeah. uh, some positive, some negative, and some, you know, cult, the words cult and culture, right? Like, uh, There's some crossover there, and they they say, like, one of the the strongest forms of cults in all of humanity are diet-based cults, as crazy as that is, right? That people, like, it becomes a part of their identity, what they do or don't eat. Um, But you do see a movement, and this is generally possible when we talk about, right, the perimeter of the supermarket, right, is a movement towards single-ingredient foods, right? So the more and more you can prepare a meal that has single ingredient foods in it as opposed to processed amalgamations yep. of ingredient foods the yep. generally the health, the healthier you'll be the the better you'll feel the better you'll look the better you'll perform right so like if if your meal can be steak and rice and a vegetable well there are three three ingredients sure. th- in that whole meal right as opposed to you know, uh, a lot of ultra processed. Aha, uh-huh, frozen TV processed. dinner. Yeah, right. Exactly, and a million ingredients in that. Right. Exactly. Exactly that
0: makes total sense. Yes, yeah. that's just no. something I've been noticing. You know, I'm sure um, once I have more margin for error, you know, a peach at nine o'clock, I'm not gonna. No.
1: salt no, but a, like not a huge deal I, in yeah.
0: the in the first phase. I need to be yeah. as disciplined as possible.
1: So understood,
0: up I'm always trying to err on the side of, like I said, the Buddhist monk. I, you know, I'm trying, it's my version of that, but, um, yeah. Are
1: you, are you, are you eating all food groups?
0: Yes. I probably, I need to eat a little more vegetables. That's always a thing for me. I'm like a meat and potatoes guy. And so I would say like all the things that I'm eating, like the carbs are less processed most of the time. Um, you know, the meat's pretty lean. Yeah. Um, nothing like, you know, nothing really fried or have anything like that ever right, take sure. out. Not doing that. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, stripping out of the diet. It's more like food prep. What can I mass prep? You know? Right. Another thing yeah, I yeah. try to do is swap in or include a handful of uh, leafy greens in almost anything that I'm eating. Right that's one way I'm like trying to get more greens in. Like I'll put a handful of spinach. If I'm eating like a steak and steak on Rover rice, well, it might have a third less rice and a, a cup of spinach in it now. Right. Yeah. You know, right, right, right. I'm just always yep. like I food prep. I cut lettuce. I got just, uh, you know, a spinach in the fridge and I'm just grabbing it and throwing it on everything. Eggs, awesome. a sandwich, uh, like I said, a protein and rice dish, protein and potatoes, um, that's all constant. So that's exactly. been one thing I've been doing. Just these little things, you know. I don't believe in, like, you know, um, I, I feel like the more drastic changes and the more complicated changes you try to make, the more likely it is to fail.
1: Sure, of course. Of course.
0: And so I'm always looking for, like, rather than, like, um, you know,
1: sustainability.
0: Uh, sustainability. What's like a simple change that I can make? that uh, there's a hundred instances of it in a week. Sure. You know, all right, add spinach to every dish. Yeah. Just get yeah. spinach on tap, yep. washed in the fridge, ready to go, boom, grab it. Yep. Every dish just got better. Um and then of course, like yeah, you know, people can look up the benefits of just eating spinach on its own. You know, there's a right. reason Popeye sure. eats it. Of yeah. course. Um just from the vitamins alone, but a million yep. other things. Um but, um, and of course, life, always getting life in. Anytime yep. I'm having rides, I'm actually probably spiking it with life.
1: Yep, yep, yep.
0: Really mixing the two of those together all the time. It's great.
1: Smart, smart. Of course. Um,
0: anytime I'm like, well, why wouldn't I put both in?
1: Yeah, you know? no, for like, sure. For sure.
0: And so, um, yeah, feeling good.
1: That's fantastic. That's
0: been the deal. That's my approach. Um yeah, you know, I'm gonna it's inspiring. update it's inspiring. people. I love, as... love,
1: to, love to see you doing it. Love to see you doing it. It's great.
0: Hey, look, man, there's 93-year-old uh world rowing champions sure. out there.
1: Of course. Very, what excuse do true. I have? Yeah, no, you know? for sure. For sure. Um
0: I you know, I'm I'm thinking uh, yeah, there's a couple like uh workouts where I was like not super into doing them. There's like yep. one instance this week where like yep. I woke up advice i, had vice. I had, like my gym clothes on and it was like noon and i hadn't worked out like i did that yeah, at yeah. 8 a.m or 7 yeah, 6 sure. a.m. whatever and sure. then i got caught up and sat down at the desk and like blah 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 and, like made it all the way it's like five o'clock in the day yeah. and i'm like i can't believe i didn't work out what the fuck? right and then i right. was thinking um, Kaylee right now is in physical therapy. She can't do like any cardio. She's got a hip thing going on.
1: Okay, So yeah. She's
0: in PT for that. And they're like, you've worn it. Like she's got prositis in her hip. And they're like, you got to chill. Right? right. So she can't um, do any cardio. She usually would take the dog for a long walk. Can't do that. She's missing all that stuff. Sure. And here I'm. Th- and then I think of the year. I had the year basically the, the lost year with my shoulder the past year. And I'm like, God, she can't do her workout that she'd like to do. I had a whole year where I couldn't do. Oh, for sure, the workout that I want to do, and I'm gonna miss sure. this workout. And so then yeah. I like worked out at like 5:30, which is like not the time I would normally ever want to do it. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, that voice in my head was too loud. Where I'm like, there's no way. Yeah, right. I well, see, it's
1: easy to, yeah, yeah, it's easy to take it for granted, right? It's easy to take for granted the ability to to do these things, right? And and you do them often enough um and you're consistent enough and i don't i'm not trying to say this with any kind of negative slam right but if you do something every day it becomes a little less like uh remarkable right it's like uh your work some of your workouts are not much different than taking a shower or brushing your teeth right not because they're not wonderful uh you know celebrations of the body's abilities and 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 that you're alive and strong and all those things they always are but just the fact that we're human beings right and if this is something that you always do well then it's it just becomes a little bit less remarkable right it's that you're not you're not necessarily writing home about every workout right but if you take but if you look at the ability to do something every day and then you realize somebody who can't do it yeah then that sort of changes your perspective in terms of how grateful you are to be able to do it, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh man, you know what a blessing it is to be able to do this right now." And I'm not doing it, uh, you know, because I don't feel like it, or whatever excuse you have. And then it's a good way it straightens you out a little bit, you know.
0: Oh, I, I mean, that's I would be I owe it to myself. I owe it to For the sure. version of me that, like a couple months ago, was like, "Oh my god, if I could just lift my arm over my head right now."
1: i'm just right, so of happy of course you know,
0: can i lift a dog can i press a dumbbell over my head right now like i would give anything to that and now yeah. it's here and i'm not going to do it like i have to you know and i know that version of me could come back too it's another thing like of course you know age and, is what and, it is to a certain extent and,
1: you know and that's the thing too right like that's that's one of the points i was trying to make too right is the idea that like um and like I, I know that you've known me long enough, right? And you think to yourself, "Well, Greg doesn't miss workouts, whatever, right?" And but it, but the truth is, I'm not a machine, right? Like I'm a human being, just like everybody else. And there's days where I'm crushing it, and days where I'm pull, dragging my ass through it. Right? Right. I'm dragging sure. my ass through it, right? And that's part of it, right? Because the idea is that like you, motivation is like uh, anything else, where it, it, you know ebbs and flows, right? It crests sure. and it and it wanes or whatever I'm trying to say, right? There's, yeah. It comes and surges and you're like a house on fire and you can't fucking wait to do whatever it is, whether it's lifting or or whatever it is that you do. You can't wait. You're so excited, right? You're so enthusiastic about it. And there's other days where that motivation isn't there like that, but you still have to get that workout done. And that's where like sort of that consistency and that discipline comes into play right where you're like no but this is important this is what i'm supposed to do i'm going to get it done regardless even though i don't feel like it right and that's yeah. like that's that's an important thing it, it, and i think it's a misnomer that maybe people who aren't into it as deeply or aren't as consistent or haven't been doing it as long they think like oh the people who really crush it or oh, the people who are really great shape or whatever every workout's the best day of their life and yeah. they're just always on point oh, right, always right. destroying it and i wish i was like the them yeah Yeah, it's It's, it's not true. No, because it's not true. It's completely not true. You know, it's completely not true. There are days where the the, name, whoever you want, you know, a fitness celebrity or pro athlete. There are days where they're absolutely crushing it. And there are days that they're only there on the strength of their will and their determination and their discipline because they are not motivated to do it, but they're going to do it anyway. And that that I'm going to do it anyway is one of the big factors, I think, in terms of long term, like progress. Is that that consistently? I'm going to do it anyway, whether I feel like it or not. You know, you don't always feel like it.
0: Yeah, and especially when you know that, like, be- being inconsistent and missing things, not showing up, is like a fork in the road where things can really veer off track.
1: For sure. For like sure. that's
0: how it starts. It doesn't start with this bold declaration like "I'm not doing this shit ever again" or yeah. "I'm not doing this shit anymore." No. It starts no. with a, "I'm not going to do it today." Yep. That's how the streak starts, you know. Like you don't yep, lose thirty yep. games in a row at once,
1: right? Of course,
0: you don't say we're of losing course. the next thirty day games. You right. lose each game, you know. Yep, yep. Of course. Shout out to the Detroit Pistons. Oh man, uh, there's a couple he bad. Did teams in the NBA, they did break that streak. The they did break that streak. that streak. They did.
1: Yeah, yeah. Lakers looked not, good. Lakers looked good against the Mavs yesterday.
0: Listen, man, I'm very uh, excited about the NBA right now. Yeah. You're talking new oh, guy. you guy.
1: I like Ooh. to be excited.
0: Oh man, my team, as you know. Yes. Decades now. Yes. Yeah, kind sure. of re- ge- geographically random that a kid from South Jersey would end up being an Indiana Pacers fan. Of
1: course, of course. total
0: happenstance. The yeah, way that yeah. it happened to work out, but I've been yeah, in yeah. it to win it or to lose yeah. it, rather. Yes. Yeah. Since the 90s. Since Chuck Person and Reggie Miller were going up against Bird Celtics, and I'm like, Yes, yes. Oh, everyone in my everyone in the family's rooting for like the Celtics to win because they like Larry yep. Bird. Who yep. are these young guys scoring 30 a game and poking Larry Bird in the chest yeah, and yeah, yeah. losing? But like I'm right. like, I like this. This is my team. This is the young, right. cool team against the old sure. team. Right. Right. And that's how it started. Well, now, dude, for the first time ever. We acquired not one all world franchise player in the point guard, Tyrese Halliburton. Yep. And that's like yes. become clear now. Yes. We got an all NBA player, another one to come to the, like, excited to be on the team, was kind of recruited on the team. I think, like, backroom dealing to get on the team, wanted to be on the team. Yep. We have world class talent, a stack deep roster. We play with all this energy, dude. It is yep. like, un, I couldn't have scripted it better. I could. Now look, don't get me wrong. Like, sure, send LeBron to the Pacers, but like that aside, right? right. Realistically speaking, I couldn't pick like a player's skill set more than this guy Siakam, who they just got. Yeah, it's gonna be. He's like a. They're like collegiate players, like right. they're hungry. They're for the team. They are. They move the ball. You know what I mean. Like it's going to be a beautiful thing, dude.
1: Now here's the thing. I was into. I was. I've been into the NFL this season for whatever reason more than I have in years. Sure. And I want to feel like that about the NBA. Um, Okay. I'm going to give you some observations from from sure. uh, one step back from where you're you're at. If you're at a ten yeah. of ten, I'm like Yeah, a, I mean ninety nine
0: percent of the world doesn't care about the Indiana Pacers.
1: Right. Like right, they're right. gonna have they're to right. soon, but I'm yeah. gonna say though, like if you're if you're yeah. like uh if you're at a ten of ten right now in your enthusiasm, I'm probably at yeah, yep. like a six and a half of ten. But I'll okay. say this it's January and I watched that Lakers the whole Lakers Mavericks game. And, like, awesome. it's been a minute. It's been a minute since I've done that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's yeah. been a minute. And I was the ball, it wasn't a tight game. It would have been much better if I had dedicated that time to a game that was, like, a great, hyper-competitive game. But um, I'm going to make an observation. Tyrese Halliburton is a bit of a unicorn, if you will, right? Because I've almost never seen a ball player who, by nature of what he does on the floor, has the ball in his hands as much as he does and yeah. has these highly productive games with no turnovers. I mean, Mark Bernard, you and I, in our day, right, uh, we're both guards, right? Yeah. And what you realize is it becomes a numbers game like anything else. If I have the ball in my hand 50 times, even if I'm playing great, right, Sure. and and I'm hitting all my shots and I'm facilitating my teammates to score as well, there's going to be a time I kick the ball out of bounds. There's going to be a time that I I – there's gonna be a time that I make a pass and somebody drops it and it goes out of bounds. And it wasn't even my fault. The guy yeah. has these games, like triple double games with no turnovers. Yeah, like twenty assists a, and no a, turnovers. All yeah, time. yeah. Like
0: I've never seen that. I've never seen that. I mean, I'll be honest, guy, like, Isaiah, Isaiah, John Stockton. I've never seen. I had, I, had no, never I knew seen nothing seen. about him until the Pacers yeah. got him. I never right. saw a Sacramento yeah, Kings either. Tyrese Halliburton game on at midnight. Like you know, it wasn't even on TV. So I yeah. wasn't, I, I never saw a thing about it, dude. Yeah. Within a week of seeing him on the Pacers. Yeah. I was like, instantly the team had an identity and a style of play. Wow. Instantly. He was yeah. a one-man style of play. Yeah. Nash on the Suns. You know, Magic and Showtime. I'm not saying he's Magic Johnson. Okay. Right, but right, I'm just right, saying sure. like those guys, if they're on your team, your team is playing a certain way. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this is what you're doing. You might not win a championship or whatever, but, like, you're going to be running. Guys are going to get open. The ball is going to be moving. He was doing yeah. that with shitty players around. Right, okay? right, right. So instantly that was obvious. And then he got, like, a little better and a little better. Like, each time I saw him and he got more comfortable and the Pacers, like, as a franchise realized, we got to let this guy do whatever the hell he wants. And now right. they have all this talent around him right talent, dude i'm telling you watch a pacers game they are 11 deep wow they can pick guys off the bench that come in and dominate the game for five minutes wow with the different skills right, right they, i've right, never sure. seen it and they've all bought in and they just traded for a guy who's now definitely their second best player without losing any of those guys so like wow. it's a very crazy weird team um so I'm excited about that. But it speaks to the NBA, and you're like, get excited about the NBA. The problem with the NBA, there's like six or eight dead teams. Right. There's like six or eight teams that are so bad. Right. A fifth of the games every night, you can't even watch. Right. It's the Hornets, Wizards, Pistons. Right. right. Uh, now you get Wemby on the Spurs, at least. But like some of these right. teams are so bad and hopelessly going nowhere. Right. that It's like, right, why? Right. You can't watch them now. Toronto. Um, so that's like one thing about the NBA. It's like the the really bad teams are historically it's as bad as it's ever been for like a fifth of the league, right? Uh, but all right, yeah. When you can watch like Luca and LeBron play each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yep. Luca, LeBron, and Kyrie, Kyrie and A D,
0: like these guys looking, are
1: and all looking all like, you know, just having moments where you're like, man, like. Like, see, so, you know, and LeBron, it's absurd what LeBron's doing. At the, at, and listen, it's not just thirty-nine; it's thirty-nine with twenty-one years in.
0: Do you want to hear LeBron's, an amazing stat? It's
1: yes. Hold on, he's played with thirty-five percent of the players who've ever played. He's played, played against
0: thirty-five percent of the NBA players in history.
1: Yep, it's the most <laughs> crazy shit I've ever heard.
0: Dude, I was looking at his stats earlier. Once I saw that, and I'm like, and I know his stats are like incredible for his age. And I'm like, let yeah. me look at it and like. Like his first year back on the Cavs after he yeah. was on the Heat, yeah. Right. So like the teams that were playing Golden State in the finals every year, yeah. Where it was like Kyrie's yeah, yeah. hurt, Kevin Love yeah. and Della Dova, or like the, or yeah. J.R. Smith. Oh, like yeah, yeah. Some, so at times, some of the worst supporting cast to like compete in the finals. Sure. Arguably, like LeBron at his best, I yeah. would say. Like to me, that was the yeah. best LeBron was. Yeah. His stats are almost identical or better yeah. this year yeah yeah, yep. he averaged like 25 7 and 7 then and he's at like 24.8 8 and 8 yeah and
1: and you should have seen <laughs> that was like 10 years it. ago bro and and it's crazy like a couple things one you you observe like one he's such a good passer it's crazy yeah. uh two he still attacks the basket oh yeah still it's attacks the basket and and if we if we use the football phrase you know it kind of speaks to the kind of basketball that I love right when he's playing running downhill right when he's when he's yeah. when he's going oh, yeah. downhill right he's unstoppable and then also he's become a much better shooter
0: I was looking at that too he's shooting like 40% from 3 this year something yeah. like that Yeah
1: and in a league where the three pointer is so yeah. important like he's developed that part of his game to be much more consistent and it's like wow like it's it's nuts I was like, holy well, shit. Well, it's like Jordan um,
0: developing his jump shot. He I mean, had like, to. That, he had
1: no – right. Yeah, it became – no he's like, well, I don't yeah. have
0: to go into the paint and get hit right. 10 times. Yep. Yep. I do the fadeaway jumper yep. in the post.
1: It becomes – it became a completely unstoppable play uh, shot. You know, even that, on the that, Wizards.
0: That yep, yep. And yep. so, like, LeBron's going to be able to do that. He's got to be able to shoot, but he's done it. And the fact that he's playing – they were like, oh, he's going to limit his minutes and stuff. I'm like – He's doing the same thing he always does. Yeah. But there's guys like that. I mean, the the top half of the talent in the NBA right now is as good from a talent perspective. It's better from a talent perspective ever. Now, you would hope the league gets better over time, right? Like the guys playing in George Mikan's day. Right. Like, you would hope, like, of course, Anthony Davis is going to be more skilled or like Wemby is right. more skilled than Mike. It was right? like, sure, the sure. games change. Right. Um, of course. But I think like when you look at the league right now and you know, the, the elder veterans of like Durant and LeBron are some of the, are some of the most skilled players that ever play the game. But then you look at the young guys like uh shy Gil, Alexander is. Like oh Penny man. He's Hardaway.
1: unbelievable. He's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. He's like Penny reincarnated. What a great guy. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Luca. Giannis, the Joker, like these guys are as skilled and able as anybody that's ever played in the league. Like, I don't even know how you compare some of them, you know. All right, now help me
1: out. Help me out because I haven't watched the whole game of his. So I can't, I don't have a good gauge, even though I I have a deep uh, reservoir of uh, understanding in terms of the the different players over the years. Who's Tyrant Reese Halliburton's game most comparable to?
0: I think I mean, of if Nash.
1: Saying, if say, okay, if you're saying Shy is kind of like a penny, what was Tyrese Halliburton remind you of?
0: I say I always think of Nash on the Suns. Okay, the most I think he's a much better scorer than that. Right. Nash sure. is. Right. Halliburton sure. can and often will. I like come out in the third quarter of like a tight game and score 15 straight points.
1: Right. Right, like right, he,
0: right. there's times where like he looks to, he's like I'm gonna get everybody firing, but right. like I'm not shot. Like there's gonna be a point in the game where I try to dominate from right, sc- right, scoring sure. the basketball. Sure. But you're so worried about everybody else on the team at that point because right. he's getting them wide open shots and they're hitting them.
1: Sure.
0: That he has all this room to operate with, so like he can finish. He's really long. Nash was really crafty at like yeah. Um, getting in the air and using his long arms right. to make wraparound passes and find, like, crazy angles. And sure. Halliburton's, like, even more like that. Right. So he can finish even more. He jumps in the – like, something like they tell young guards not to do, like, jumping in the air. Right, right. He jumps in the air. Like, you're talking about no turnovers. I feel like he never has a turnover when he jumps and hangs in the air. He wow. decides to jump before he knows what he's going to do. Wow, and has the ability. We're to supposed, to be, a, it's it supposed out.
1: to be. It's supposed to be a mortal sin, right?
0: And so it's like one of the first things they teach a yeah, yeah. point guard is like, don't sure. jump in the air and pass right. the ball. Until you know what you're then doing. You're going to end up throwing it to the other team.
1: Right. 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 Yeah, trying to like, force don't, it. don't don't pull up your dribble until you know what you're doing. Don't don't uh, don't jump until you know what you're doing.
0: He has yeah. a historically on. He's the best I've ever seen do it. It's almost like his trademark thing, at wow. doing that, and using his length. So like. Yeah. He's getting past the guy and floating past him and using his arms past him, and it buys him an extra half second to figure out what he's going to do once he's done it. Right. And it's impossible to defend against that because he's moving. Um, You know, there's crafty, like Luca kind of, even though, like, Luki doesn't have, like, hang time or anything, Luca kind of does it. He's seen the game at, like, at half speed in his head. You can see Luca does it where he's like... Well, I'm going to wait. This can be like a behind-my-back pass to a three-point shooter 50 feet away. <laughs> it's like He's processing right. on the go, and Halliburton's like that, man. So um, he's unique. If Imagine if that Nash on the Suns could take over a game from a scoring perspective five minutes at a time. Like Nash was consistently scoring 15, 20 points a game, but he could never drop thirty five and score 20 in a row. And Halliburton I mean, can do that.
1: I I mean, Kyrie, it's funny how much of a, you don't realize how much of a scorer Kyrie is until you watch Kyrie play. You know?
0: know, Look, from a handle and finishing, just from like a scoring point guard, he's the best I've ever seen.
1: Did you ever hear, have you heard this? Have you heard the story about Kyrie and um, how he has like this uncanny ability to finish from weird angles and how he developed it? But did you ever hear? Oh, did you hear hear about how he, he developed, developed
0: it? it. No.
1: At one point in his youth, he had a broken backboard that he played on every day, that was missing pieces. So he had to figure out how to like spin the ball off the bottom edge of the yep. backboard. I mean, because it if, looks he like that. It he wa- if he shot it where he shot it where he wanted to, it, it, like the ball would either go through the backboard or like you know what I mean go in the opposite direction because it wasn't a uniform flat surface. It had ho- holes and divots missing out oh, of it man. and stuff, right? So he hitting the backboard at weird angles with weird spin was how he kind of learned how to just utilize this backboard. And then it translated to that, that uncanny. I mean, it looks like finish. it. You yeah. could make
0: a four inch backboard and put the four inches anywhere
1: <laughs> yep. and
0: no one would have a greater advantage than him. The yep. way his game is like, he is the yep. most, or a, backboard is a, that most moved, a backboard that moved yeah. <laughs> around the room. Dude. So like. He was constantly rotating
1: backward around the background of a rim. He would dominate.
0: I mean, he is the best I've ever seen. He's like the culmination of Isaiah Thomas to yeah. I just yeah. craftiness and ability to do that stuff. He's yeah. really like a, a genius when it comes yep, to that. Yep, so, like, sure. yeah, for sure, dude. There's guys like that in the NBA who are, who are like, you could say they're the best ever at certain things right now. And Curry's yep. another like elder sure. statesman. You yep. watch him in a game against yep. Chai, like you're watching some of the best ever uh, on display against a, a yeah. crop. The NBA just churns out these next generation, iconic, yep. unbelievable. Yep. You're like Just when you thought you've seen every type of NBA player ever, you get Giannis. Right. Or you get the Joker. Right. Or you get Embiid. And you right. see these guys, and you're like, wait a minute. Did Embiid just like cross over his guy five feet behind the three point line, do a spin move, and a yeah. no look pass? He's seven one and three hundred. That's, that's
1: another. That's another one of these things, right? It's like uh, I, I I saw like some of the stuff that like Anthony Davis was doing yesterday. And I'm like, man, like it's wild. Like it's like he he moves at certain points, not like a guy that size, you know. And 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 all these guys do, uh, you know. Um, the Joker for sure, uh, Embiid for sure. Like, you know, there, there times, yeah, I mean, yes, like, yes. Wemby
0: started coming now. Chet, the dude on uh, yeah, home
1: green, yeah, yeah, Gonzaga, right? One one season of Gonzaga, but then he, yeah. he's technically a rookie this year because he was out the he, whole
0: it's her last year, but he might yeah, win rookie to... the year over Wemby. Sure, he could sure, but yeah, um, I was just gonna say something we were talking about. Oh man, I lost my point. You're talking about Giannis. Joker, I forget it. Yeah,
1: I missed it. Uh, no, just the ability, big guys moving, the ability for big guys to move in certain ways. Um, that I—it's unbelievable. I saw saw Anthony Davis moving, you know. Oh yeah, I was gonna say doing stuff, and and I was like, wow, like that's
0: that's who I was gonna talk about, Anthony Davis, man. Um, there at a certain point, I I started to not like him because he was like instantly put into the top fifty. And right, yeah, sure. I felt like way too early
1: premature, premature. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. And I started I to like
0: defend. It. I'm like, he's not better than Charles Barkley yeah, and he's not right, better. Right. You know, like I started to like right, sure. defend yeah, the yeah. guys from like our youth yeah. more. Yeah, but um, defensively is yes. where I mean, you saw what he did to the Pacers in that in season tournament. If you watch that game, like he completely yeah. dominated that game. Completely yeah. dominated yeah. their front line. Uh, and he when he's healthy. He does, he decides to do that. He's a defensive first player and he can dominate a game.
1: Right. Right. It's crazy because it's almost like, uh, it's almost like he's this hybrid player, right. Who like, like he's like, uh, he's like Kenyon Martin, right. Yeah. Uh, on one side of the ball. But yeah. then on the other side of the ball, like I, I'm trying to think of a ball player I can relate him to, but like. It handles the ball like a small forward and, and shoots and, and yep. does stuff that he's not supposed to be doing, especially if, like you're saying, he's
0: like a, a defense-first kind of player, you know, like it's unheard of. That's his – call. like to me, he's yes. one of the best defensive players ever is yep. his – the thing that stands out, he's like right there with Duncan for the best defensive big man. I him. His thing is he's never been healthy. Yep. But when yep. he's healthy enough to exert himself, he, i mean i'm watching a couple times now shut teams down by himself yep sure <laughs> on defense so sure. um a lot of talent of. at the top of the league man um i'm into it i think like you get exciting games exciting styles of play iconic players yep, um, yep it's a long season i'm sure people but now that football is like gonna be winding down you know once these you know the next couple of weeks wraps up um, people tune it out. They get into March Madness. If you're not an NBA yeah. guy, I'm not saying you're going to like suddenly become one, but we are. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think it's as good as it's ever been. The top, you know, the top six teams in both conferences right now are awesome.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: And I expect like the Lakers to figure it out. I don't know that the Warriors will like. So the right. the West has like some teams at the bottom that could get. I feel about the
1: Warrior. I feel about the Warriors like I feel about the Chiefs. Warriors are the Kansas city chiefs in a lot of ways, right? Like I'll believe in their demise when they're sure. beaten in the playoffs and they're out. Well, that's what they're <laughs> that's hoping what I mean. for,
0: right? They're yeah, like, yeah. Let's keep yeah. the band together because yeah. they wanted two years ago that I didn't think they would.
1: No, and, they wanted two years ago with that, uh, without a perfect team by any means. Yeah. You know? and like, Boston you know, had,
0: like, I thought Boston for sure was winning that championship. Yeah, and to yeah. my surprise, Steph Curry rose to the occasion and snatched the title Which totally changes how I look at his legacy. Oh, for sure,
1: for sure, for sure. There was a there was the I believe the year LeBron beat them. Yeah, you know where I always say one of my knocks on Steph Curry was that like here he is supposed to be you know the you know all all NBA first team you know MVP kind of player and like was the third or fourth option on offense for the Warriors in the the NBA finals. Kevin Love,
0: Kevin Love once locked him up with the yep. NBA championship on the line after Kyrie yep. hit the three for the Cavs yep. Yep. it was yep. Steph Curry against Kevin Love at the top of the key and yep. Kevin Love yep. put the clamps on and so yeah. you know that uh, was a tough tough for me to like call him a 1a all-time big dog sure. but i think he actually got better
1: sure. he started sure. he,
0: and i think lifting weights was actually a factor he i don't
1: doubt it for sure
0: he got stronger and it was tougher for bigger guys to bump him off his spots yep. and stop him from finishing. And by the time he yep. got to that Boston series, he went to Boston when the series was about to be over. Yep. It was about to be like 3-1 or 2-1 Boston, and they had home court. And he snatched the game with like five minutes left, and Boston was rattled after that, and then yeah. he finished the job. And I'm like, yep. all right, I there's there's like a before and after to me where he actually asked his – the best Steph Curry we saw was not the dynasty with all the guys and Durant and all those guys. Durant,
1: right, no, for sure. He
0: became a better player that bust when they beat Boston. He was better at that point on his own. The team. No, I, I,
1: I. think the Durant era undermined his greatness. You know, right. I think the Durant era didn't 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 help him. I don't think it necessarily helped Durant either. Um, yeah. but you know, I, I think that undermined their greatness in, in certain ways for sure, for sure. You know,
0: I mean, I hope that people are into the NBA because they're getting it here.
1: Uh, yeah, but we're going to have to go into a,
0: a normally highly competitive league. We're going to have to take them to also known as the dirtiest thing you've ever eaten. <laughs> now. Anyway, now
1: food cast. I'm dying for a quesadilla. From Fat Boy Sunday to Fat Boy Sunday. We got 30 tacos
0: on the wow. table. give so, it up for the bowl burgers. of cereal. 115 breakfast A couple sandwiches. Sixers wow. a like
1: Eight donuts. Okay. Reese's Pops are better than Peanut Butter Captain Crunch.
0: They're taking stem cells and they're making hamburger meat. I'm generally a Ben and Jerry's guy. Peel and eat shrimp. That's
1: my thing. Fried toenails. Some it's a pretty manly kind of fucking snack.
0: Philadelphia cheesesteak egg rolls. Eat this whole fucking tray. The dirtiest thing you've eaten. Food cast, Stack again. The food cast. All right.
1: Yes. Here we are. Well, you don't you don't need anything dirty anymore. You're oh, clearly, I said normally. This is normally one more way. That you're better than I am.
0: Yes. Well, we're gonna compare your dirty streak to my clean streak, and it's more about okay. who can who can last. So you have to who be committed to, I'm asking you to commit to baked goods. Uh,
1: if I have to. If I have to do it for science. <laughs> It's not for you, it's for me. I need yeah, you, you
0: to selflessly eat chocolate chip cookies every Sunday. Yes,
1: yes. yes. To you match mean, my streak of not
0: eating the baked goods. I have an I answer. I have them. an answer. We'll start. What is the dirtiest thing you've eaten? Man, I, I don't have a
1: great answer. Like there, I don't feel like there's been anything that's been specifically um like – stand out. I, am trying, I'm trying to think, I told you last week about the homemade pizzas, right? Yeah. We did the homemade pizzas. Love those. Which was, which was great. Uh, homemade pizzas were great, but that was almost like a, Oh, it was only like, it only felt half dirty. Right. Um, that's, you know, dude, because you're, you're, that's you're, controlling half the all the, you're controlling all the ingredients um, in that scenario. Um, I'm trying to think of something specifically dirty. All right, well you, you go ahead you go ahead and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to contemplate it. If what, what, what I've had that, that stood out in any way um, in terms of dirty eats
0: Alright, here's the one thing I had this week that I would qualify as dirty. It okay. I had two fried beef dumplings.
1: Okay. Alright. I
0: split a small order of beef dumplings while nice. eating a sashimi meal.
1: Beautiful. It's like the meal Beautiful.
0: was all very good. Yep. Otherwise, yep. as clean as a thing as I could have ordered... Sure. I had two of those. So that was my one right. thing on a day where I crushed the workout. So, like, I'm yeah. not losing sleep over it, but that no, would be no, far from it. Yeah. You know, literally everything else the whole entire week was perfectly clean. So, like, wow. If I stack, a, if that becomes a baseline, man, forget it.
1: That's fantastic. That is really, really well done, Mark Bernardi. I'm trying to think of what I've eaten that has been specifically dirty. Uh, that uh, is noteworthy in any way, shape, or form. Um, you know, I, Sunday was pretty typical. I had French toast. Yeah. Um, a good a good amount of French toast, which is one of my favorite things. Uh, Tara yeah. usually makes some on Sunday mornings. Terry will usually makes some sort of, you know, uh, something in that wheelhouse, right? Whether it's pancakes or I French can't toast lie, dude. Or-
0: that sounds really good right now, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. For sure. And like there's, there's simple things that are awesome too, that aren't even like homemade. Like for example, if we're talking about processed foods, like uh, a couple egos with butter and syrup on them. It's pretty awesome. Like an ego waffle. Oh like, dude. You might think about, well, it might sound like a little kid, but like to me, an ego waffle, like a, 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 like a little stack of eggs with some uh, butter and, and syrup is awesome. Like All highly time
0: favorite of mine, dude. All okay. time favorite uh, of mine. Okay, I'm talking regular. So not, I
1: mean, just not just me. Go. I'll
0: take any of them, but yeah. and you know it's processed and it's whatever. Of course, I'm sure, of course, goes without. I'm, I'm sure yeah. that like the quality of ego versus like 1987
1: is oh, sure. one
0: one thousand as good as it used to be. You know what I mean? Like, probably, it's, yeah. It's, probably. I I think of like when Subway was putting yoga mats in their rolls. Yes,
1: yes, yes. I'm sure there's some yoga two <laughs> percent yes.
0: yoga mat in the yes. in the ego for guaranteed sure.
1: for but sure. i don't give a some shit kind of compo- um, some kind of some kind of poly composite materials dish rag, know? yeah definitely yeah, yeah. for <laughs> sure
0: um but i don't care that still remains one of my like favorite things it's been a yeah, while yeah.
1: yeah maybe that'll oh, be like
0: my day fifty checkpoint yeah know? or get, know, get some it yoga be... mat
1: it could even be one of those things where, like, uh, you have a meal that is like a traditional breakfast. Sure. Right? Where you have your eggs. Like, let's just say, for example, you have eggs and turkey, bacon, and oatmeal or yep. something. But then at yep. the end of it, the dessert of it is a couple Eggos. So you got all there the good go. quality food in. You got all the quality food in. But then the Eggos was like, were like the dessert. Um, I but dude, I it, like said, you...
0: it said multigrain. Doesn't that
1: mean it's health food? Yeah, it's, uh, automatically, of course. Of course. I is. like the multigrain, uh,
0: though. That's not bad.
1: Yeah. I know no, no I, I like them all, but I, I'm I think I'm like an OG ego guy. I like the Can't like home on. style or whatever. The home oh, yeah, style course, one. It, the course. original one. Now there's like a hundred varieties. Back in the day there was like one kind. You know, yeah. now there's like a hundred varieties. Um okay, so I'm trying to think of what else that I've had that was fantastic um and filthy. Um yeah, French toast. We made the homemade pizzas for the playoffs. We did that two weekends in a row for watching football, which was awesome. Um, had some, had some, you know, I, I guess like an ice cream Sunday on Sundays was was like the dirtiest thing I've eaten, which was like a combination of like uh, chocolate chip cookies with some ice cream, uh, and I added a little something to it as a fixin'. Uh, and here's an underrated fixin'. Okay. All right, all right. This is this is working out in a dir- in a, in a dirty way. Here's yep. an underrated fixin' <laughs> to add to your ice cream: the graham cracker. Oh, sure. Added to ice cream is like very underrated. There's like a subtle complexity to a graham cracker. Getting a little spice, uh,
0: not like yeah, you know, like a cinnamon. So yeah, there's, cinnamon there's something. There, yeah,
1: yeah, there is. Yeah, it it adds a nice, you know, it adds a nice crunch and texture, but it also has like a. Um, like a, a a creamy cinnamon vanilla kind of thing about it, uh, and works awesome with ice cream. So yeah, so I had I had like an ice cream sundae that had some chocolate chip cookies in the mix and had some graham crackers in the mix, and that was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome. It was two kinds of Turkey Hill ice cream, Ooh. cookies and cream, cookies and cream, and then the other one was called Triopolitan, and it was a blend of th- three different kinds of chocolate. Yes, yes. So I had like a, essentially like a chocolate ice cream, a vanilla ice cream. The cookies and the graham crackers, and that was like in a bowl. That was the that was the dirtiest thing I've
0: eaten. Past Mark loves this. Past Mark, be really yes. all about that. Uh, yes. And just to get back to your graham cracker point, um, yes. In a past life, Past Mark would say, uh, "Good, a good tip." Yes. For those so inclined, that often like adding the thing to the ice cream is better than the ice cream that comes with the thing in it.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: Yeah, you want to add add blueberries to ice cream or strawberries right. versus right. like strawberries in an ice cream.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sure. hundred
0: times healthier for you Yep. because the version that they're putting in there is not what you think you're getting. It's not strawberries in there. You know what I mean? Like no, There's no, strawberries, but like it's it got was, yeah. all of the worst components added into it to be a composite strawberry. Well, it
1: brings back right, and it brings back some of like the annoying points that I'll that I'll tend to make from time to time about food food and processing food. And this isn't coming from like a uh, like a, an uptight perspective or a guy who's yeah. too good perspective, but like a perfect example for me personally, but other than also I think about like being a parent and you're trying to feed your kids. Like the applesauce that has sugar in it, or yeah. the applesauce that has high fructose corn syrup added. I'm like, yeah. dude, it's apples.
0: They're already right. very sweet.
1: Yeah, they're, they're the sweetest. <laughs> it tastes amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, you gotta add sugar to that, right? And then, and then so like right, you're making the perfect point with like fruit, fruit added to ice cream. Or, like, or the ice you know, cream's are, right? fruits right. Fruit's are already sweet and ice cream's already sweet and they're blended together. Why do you need the, for example, the 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 fruit to be like uh, marinating in a sugar bath you know what i mean and blend it into like become a jam and then it goes into like and, the
0: and you can control the you know? quality of the ingredients that you're adding sure. oatmeal is another sure. perfect example yeah if you're adding blueberries to oatmeal versus buying a blueberry oatmeal
1: oh for sure for sure
0: night and day you, you talk about yeah, yeah. sugar added you're getting like 15 grams of sugar yep and what's supposed to be your healthy oatmeal yeah. versus yep. if you just put blueberries in it
1: yep yeah. Just drop no, a handful sure. of
0: blueberries in your oatmeal. There's no prep. There's no like. I mean, that's one of that's easy.
1: one of those that's one of those things where you'll walk into the pantry and you'll see the packs of oatmeal, um, or you're at the store and you see the packs of oatmeal, and they have their own allure for whatever reason, right? the maple brown sugar or whatever, right?
0: Convenience, um, I
1: guess. Which right, convenience. But then you you read what's in them, and you're like, man, you're so much better off with a plain oatmeal and then adding some stuff to it. Then you are eating the process. It's of a the ruined def-
0: meal. It's the difference yeah. between a good meal and a bad meal.
1: That's going to come with 15 grams of added sugar or 11, 12 grams of added sugar. It's like, for yep. what? Like, for what? Yeah. And it totally undermines. Like, and, and that's the thing, right? Like, if, if I'm going to get that from oatmeal, then I might as well just have fucking Cocoa Krispies or Golden Grams. Like, I might as well just have that. If I'm going to yep. have get 15 grams of sugar added to my oatmeal, that undermines right. the whole point of eating <laughs> right, the oatmeal. it's candy. I'll just have a bowl of cereal.
0: Yeah, it's like the protein a bowl of... bars. Right. It's like and, protein. And bars. Like, They're candy really... bars. Why not just have a
1: Reese's? Right. That's it. <laughs> and like really sugar really sugary oatmeal, like, well shit, oatmeal doesn't taste that great. That I'm right. uh, that I would opt <laughs> for the really sugary one. Right. Instead of just having like a bowl of cereal that I enjoy. If it's gonna be a sugary treat, then I'd rather have something that's actually a sugary treat and yeah. not 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 put 15 grams of sugar into something that's supposed to be good for me. Like it totally undermines the whole point of it. that's, so it. that's like, it's a very flawed product in that way. You know, the, the, the packs of pre-made pre-sweetened oatmeal.
0: It's all about these simple product. changes, man. They, they add up. Yeah. You know?
1: yeah, For sure. They do for sure.
0: All right. Well, just to recap, cause it's so important. and yes. So awesome. Yes. Consistency. Yes. Yeah. Mixing the intensity of your training. Yep. getting the weight training in, and a high protein diet. Those are the four yep. fundamentals of yep. this guy who is aging like a beast. Yeah, man. And kicking ass till the very end.
1: That's Love the goal. To Love to see right? it. Right, changing the aging paradigm.
0: That's it, man. And so On your own it's a, these what, things apply to you now. Apply to us now. Yep. You know. Yep. He just discovered them at a later age and is an amazing dude. So. Uh, do your best to apply those four things, folks, and uh, try to eat clean. I'm trying to hold myself accountable. Keep the streak going.
1: Along the lines of a high protein diet, we have coming back into stock probably by Ooh. the time this yes uh, cast goes live. Maybe one of the best protein powders I've ever had in my life.
0: I know. I mean, we've been we've thought it when we first tried it, yeah. and we've thought it while we've had it, and we've had people say it to us yes, while it was in stock. Yes. The best protein they ever tried. The best yep. tasting protein they ever tried. It's obviously, like we were saying, premium ingredients, and that is midnight milk and cookies fuel premium yes. whey isolate. Go to G-Code we'll back in stock. Yes. yes, and get it. Get your hands on that while it's back in stock because it moves Part of the reason move. why it's out of stock it's yes, yes. It's and popularity. It's been a so, minute, uh, so I'm pumped at it back.
1: Pumped at oh, it. Oh dude.
0: Absolutely an amazing flavor. It's got real bits in it, so you know it's good. It does.
1: It <laughs> does. You know it's good. You know, It's got it's real good. cookie that, bits in it. And Mark Bernardi, that, that'll get you your cookie fix during this time, this period of, That's of right. Chastity. Of chastity and uh and and you know uh living holier than the rest of us this will allow you to still get your cookie fix that's That's it
0: and if you're buying the uh fugazi oatmeal yeah loaded because of convenience just get fuel throw a scoop in your oatmeal there you go i mean i've
1: i've had it myself but oh man Like the milk, midnight milk and cookies fuel. uh, I've had many people rave to me about like that's the way that they use their fuel. That's the way they use their protein powder is that they mix it in with like a hot cereal. So like cream of rice, cream of wheat, oatmeal. They mix it into that. And man, the midnight milk and cookies might be the best I've ever had mixed into uh, like oatmeal or. or I throw that in a banana and oatmeal.
0: Five days a week, man. I love it. Oh, so that's a fantastic meal. What
1: a performance meal that is, man. That's yep. awesome.
0: awesome. I have to have that in a little bit since you got me oh, wanting, yeah. like baked goods. It's like I'm gonna lie to myself that yep. that's a yeah, yeah, a French, some French toast.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, can, you can make a French, a healthy oh, French yeah. toast with some of that. You can make no, it happen no, for, no, sure. No. for sure. All right,
0: man. Let's keep it going. We'll talk soon. Peace. Shouts yep. to everybody. Awesome stuff. beautiful cast uh, that's the cast yeah peace
1: alright bro peace